Hey everybody, welcome to Cup and Design. I'm your host, Bradley Young, and today I have Finn Thomas with me. He is an entrepreneur and creative director of Fixel out in Oregon, and I'm looking forward to talking to him today. How are you doing today, Vince? Hey, I'm doing really good, Bradley. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited yeah. to be your first guest. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate you being uh, my guinea pig. <laughs> um, so yeah, talk to us a little bit about uh, who you are, what you do, a little bit of your background. Sure. Uh, so my name is Vin Thomas. I'm the creative director and owner of Fixel. We do, um, uh, we're a web and brand design studio. And so we work a lot with um, companies who um, either are brand new companies or maybe they've uh, been bootstrapping it for a little while and are kind of ready to take things a little bit more seriously. And so we do uh, a lot of marketing web design and uh, branding as well. So uh, logo development, um, brand identity design. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that's that's what we do here at Fixel. Yeah, that's great. Um, how, um, how, how big is your team now? So there's uh, four of us who are on kind of the core team is what uh, we call it. And um, those are um, myself. Um, I have a developer. I have a designer. And then I have a brand designer. Um, and then we also have a kind of extended team of people that we work with on a um, kind of as needed basis for things like SEO, photography, video, um, social media, you know, all sorts of different things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I've kind of seen common with design studios that they'll have, you know, a smaller team that's, you know, full time. And then they'll also have like a pool of freelancers that they kind of work with from time to time on an as needed basis. Yeah. It works out really nicely, you know, uh, keeps, keeps my, um, the, the, the plate spinning, uh, to, to a minimum. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I know you also have had, I, I know you're an entrepreneur as well, and you've kind of had a few different businesses, um, throughout the years. Uh, why don't you talk to us a little bit about some of the different businesses you've had and kind of what you're working on currently? Sure. So, um, yes, I've had, I've had a handful of businesses, uh, throughout the years, some which worked out, some which didn't, um, some which I'm in the process of building currently. So, um, awesome. let's see, I think we first connected, um, with, uh, one of my, uh, businesses called better fellow and it was a men's fashion, um, yeah. brand where we were doing, uh, ties, shirts, lapel pins, uh, stuff like that. And, um, and it, that was a cool business. It was very, very, very competitive and hard to uh, differentiate. And so it was one of those things that after a couple of years of, um, you know, pretty, pretty uh, intense effort, um, it just wasn't worth the effort that we were putting into it. So we decided right. to um, shut things down on that. But uh, let's see, um, I did a email app for kids. Um, that one also didn't work out. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, uh, yeah, it was it, well. So when I say it didn't work out, it actually never even got off the ground. Um, okay. We we uh, spent three months, uh, team uh, and myself, um, working on putting together the design. It was basically an app where kids would be able to email um, and communicate with um, their parents and friends. But uh, it kind of had this um, intermediate, uh, like this um, intermediary layer where um, 
the parents could, uh, or, you know, whoever's in charge could, um, moderate some of the content. Uh, so, uh, you know, before messages would go through to the kids, the parents could approve those, or they could, you know, put, put kids on, on, you know, the whitelist so that they can, you know, send unlimited messages and stuff like that. But it was kind of a cool way to, um, you know, introduce, introduce kids to, uh, you know, online communication and kind of a safe way. Um, but, uh, that, yeah, it, it was cool. It just, uh, it took so much time and, uh, when our lead developer, um, backed out of that one, um, it was one of those things that, uh, you know, we were so deep into it with that specific developer that we kind of shelved it for a second. Um, and then we just never picked it up again, unfortunately. Um, but on to businesses that are actually, uh, successful. Um, so, (laughs) um, uh, I also started a, a jigsaw puzzle company. And so, uh, it's a company where I design, um, and manufacture and actually work with other designers as well to create jigsaw puzzles, like actual physical jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. Um, and so that's been, um, uh, around since let's see late 2018. And, uh, that, currently is taking about half of my time, uh, these days. Um, okay. and you know, we, we are, uh, really excited about, um, building that, that brand. We've got a bunch of really cool designs. Um, we have eight that are available now, but, uh, within the next, uh, week and a half, two weeks, we have 21 puzzles total. Oh, um, wow. and then by the end of the year, we should have 35, um, different designs that, that we're offering. So we're trying to grow that cause it's just a really, really cool, um, business and, um, people seem to really enjoy it. So, uh, there's that. Um, I also own a, uh, work space downtown Salem. Um, well, uh, owns the, the wrong word. I I'm, I'm in charge of, I lease this space. Uh, it's okay. a, a shared workspace called, uh, the refinery. And, uh, it's just a really cool place, um, where there's, uh, let's see, I think there's six of us in there right now. Um, and, uh, that is, um, uh, everyone who's in there is uh, creative. So we have uh, graphic design, web design, photography, video, marketing. Um, let's see, am I missing anything? I think that's it. Uh, but yeah, it's a really cool space uh, in downtown Salem here. Yeah, and really then... The last business I'm currently working on is uh, um, a mobile app called Puzzle Piece, like P-E-A-C-E, and it's uh, a uh, native iPhone, Android, and tablet uh, um, app that uh, allows you to do jigsaw puzzles on uh, your device. So that's that's what I'm currently working on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the the space that you're leasing is that kind of like a co co work co-working kind of space yeah the idea yep, behind it? exactly yeah that's yep, really interesting. we exactly. have a few places like that here in atlanta uh one of the more popular ones being switchyards it it kind of i think is like your idea on steroids it's it's a it's like a whole kind of like warehouse and they have like a coffee shop and their own merch and you pay like oh, wow. i think 50 dollars a month to kind of just be a part of it um obviously nice. now with the whole covid thing going on i'm not sure how they're doing yeah but um but it's definitely an interesting concept except especially for all of us professionals that kind of you know work from home or we don't necessarily have like a nine to five gig i think it's an interesting space to fill yeah yeah for sure 
Yeah, the um, the Betterco, your puzzles are, are really interesting. I've kept up with them. On, our on space is big. Yeah, I mean, our, our space is big enough where we can all work, I mean, easily with uh, well more than six feet uh, distance. So, um, but truthfully, I haven't been in the office in at least eight weeks, um, probably longer, I guess, whenever quarantine started. I, yeah. I, I've kind of lost track at this point. I know time is uh, nothing now, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So everything's yeah, I saw this together. meme the other day. It's like, yeah, it's 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 not Tuesday anymore. It's just day. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you know, it's like I, I, I lose feeling. track. It's like, is it the weekend? I don't. I'm not entirely sure if it's the weekend right now. Right. Yeah. One of the problems with that is that you know, if you ha if you didn't already have a predefined schedule for yourself, now is definitely time to set one because, you know, it can easily meld into like, you know. You know, when you're kind of just roll out of bed and start working, it's like, when does work stop, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, how How has your uh, puzzle business been going with the pandemic going on right now? Because I've seen like on Instagram, a ton of people have been kind of like resorting to, you know, puzzles and stuff like that to kind of keep themselves busy when they're just kind of being quarantined at home. Have you seen like a spike at all? Or has it been about business as normal? Uh, no, so we saw a huge, huge spike um, right within like the first uh, week and a half of everything happening. And so in about a week and a half, we sold through three months worth of inventory. Oh, wow. Um, which was great, but also bad because we had about three months worth of inventory on hand. Right. Uh, and so uh, when I said that, you know, we will have these 21, uh, you know, puzzles available in the next week or so, that's because this is when our shipment was supposed to arrive. And um, so we have, uh, you know, these new puzzles that'll be going back in stock. Um, and then we actually have another um, order already in because uh, it's definitely been um, an increase in demand just because of everyone being stuck in their house and needing something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, to, to pivot more to the kind of creative side of things, um, I always like to ask everybody kind of that I run into, you know, about their specific creative process, because I know everybody kind of has a different way of doing things. So I'm just curious about, you know, when you're starting a project or, you know, how you think through things, do you have a specific way of doing it or you kind of just shoot from the hip? Uh, definitely not shoot from the hip. Uh, I would say, um, you know, having done this for uh, about, uh, let's see, over 10 years now. Um, it's, it's something that, uh, I've been able to refine the process, um, more and more as, um, we've worked on more projects and a lot of the projects we work on are pretty similar, um, in, uh, kind of the end result, obviously the details are going to be different, but uh, we've really kind of uh, tried to focus on a specific type of project. And so um, we work, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we work with a lot of uh, companies on their marketing websites. So um, let's say a company has an application and they need a website to market that application. Talk about, you know, feature tour or, uh, you know, the different products that they offer, their team, careers, mm -hmm. about page, homepage, stuff like that. So 
at the outset of a project, we um, we go through what's called the content strategy phase, where uh, is before we tackle design, our first priority is to understand what the client needs from a content and a functionality standpoint. And so we work with them on understanding their site structure, and we do that through uh, what we call a site map and a content breakdown. So the site map is just a bulleted list of the pages that are included on their site. So it could be home, about, underneath about could be team and, you know, vision or whatever. Um, and then, you know, contact, whatever, um, whatever the pages are. But then the content breakdown actually is just a paragraph or two on um, the functionality that is going to go into those pages. So say they have, um, you know, on their features page, they, they want to have, you know, highlight these you know, seven key features and then mm -hmm. have a illustration for each one. They would just kind of explain what that is. Um, now, uh, we try not to bog them down too much with like having all of this content, like, you know, precisely down to the letter. We really are just looking to get an idea of the content that's going to go on that page. Um, and then we take that uh, and put together a roadmap for design and development. So we'll list out each page that's going to be included in the new site. Uh, we'll set up the project in Basecamp, which is the project management system we use. And then uh, we basically just formulate our approach to uh, create a design that's really custom uh, suited to accomplish um, their goals um, from a uh, business perspective. Um, so that's kind of before we start design. And then we get into uh, des defining styles. And so um, at the outset of a project, we create a pattern library um, and uh, the wrapper. And so that is going to be kind of the key elements that are going to be used on the site, such as uh, fonts, colors, um, headings, buttons, form elements, lists, etc. Right. Um, and those styles essentially become the building blocks uh, for the new site and um, just ensures that the design is consistent, the code base is lean. Um, so each pattern library we create is uh, built from scratch um, and customized for the particular brand. Um, so we would uh, take into consideration their existing brand if they have that already, um, but then obviously uh, build a design around that. Um, and so once the uh, pattern library uh, and the style guide is um, already uh, created and approved, we take all of that information and uh, start um, creating each of the pages that we uh, are going to build for their new site. So that would include, obviously, layout, typography, images, video, illustrations, uh, icons, w whatever design elements we, we would end up using for that. Um, and at that point, we actually do ask the um, uh, client to have all of the content together for us. Um, so if they have text or images um, that they want us to use, we could use those. If we need to create new designs, um, so illustrations, uh, animations, anything like that, mm -hmm. um, we would create them at that point. And then once uh, the a design is approved, then we go into development. And so we um, would then uh, start front-end development. So that's going to be like HTML, CSS, the JavaScript, um, and then also uh, set them up most of the time on a content management system. Mm -hmm. We uh, use WordPress a lot. Um, we've also used uh, a, a couple others, but I would say most of our sites are built on WordPress. Um, and that allows them to add, edit, update um, their site 
um, content easily. We set that up in a way that um, basically the theme can take care of any styling um, that might be required, but that they can um, just go ahead and edit the content within the WordPress uh, admin. Right, right. Um, obviously, we're making sure everything at that point's uh, fully responsive, optimized for desktop, tablet, mobile devices. Um, and then once development has been um, completed, we go into a QA uh, phase where we are going through the website uh, as a team, as well as with the client to make sure kind of everything is um, uh, good to go and there's no uh, bugs or anything uh, weird happening on different browsers and stuff. Um, and we do this all on a private development server so that the client can see how the site's going to look um, and actually poke around, click things, search, you know, functionality, everything. Um, and then once the site's ready to go, we either move the site over to their server or um, if we're hosting it, um, we would uh, take care of whatever um, we need to do with their domain in order to launch the site. Yeah. And yeah. then we're done. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. a definitely an extensive process. I think, um, you know, with, with design tools being so commonplace now, you know, compared to, you know, several decades ago where you, it yeah. was, you know, you really had to, to learn the basics before you could really dive into anything. Um, you know, mm -hmm. one of the, one of the things that I think has kind of been neglected a little bit is the, the research, uh, you know, the research that you do before you even start designing. I think yeah. a lot of people kind of tend to jump just straight into kind of the visual design aspect and they forget how important that, you know, the research phase is before you get into that design. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I And I definitely have been guilty of that uh, when in the earlier years, like, you know, you just uh, hear, okay, we're a I don't know, a fitness uh, facility and we need a new website. It's like, okay, just into design. And you don't even think about, okay, who's your target uh, audience? Are you, are you, are you hitting, you know, college students? Are you hitting right. stay at home moms? Are you hitting seniors? Are you like, cause the way you design is going to be so different, um, yeah, you know, totally based different. on uh, so many different things. And so uh, at the outset of a project, kind of in that content strategy um, phase, we actually work with them on this uh, intake worksheet, which goes through um, all sorts of different things. Um, so uh, things such as, you know, mission, vision, values, um, we would go through uh, target audience, um, we would go through, uh, you know, key brand attributes, um, all, all sorts of different things that um, would help us get a better idea of who we're designing for. And really, even at that point, we're not specifically talking like, what's your favorite color? Because to be honest, that doesn't really matter. I mean, if, if right, a, right. uh, you know, client already has branding and, and, you know, colors and fonts and everything established, that's fine. And we can, that. but, um, if it's a new project, we definitely don't want to start with any assumptions like that. Um, we just want to, um, hear and understand what, uh, they're trying to accomplish so that the end result is really tailored to meet their business goals. Yeah, and I think that's so important, you know, not only for the designer side to get more context, uh, you know, when you jump in, when you jump into the visual side of things, but, you know, it can also be really important for the business owners too, because chances are, if they're a smaller company, they might not have even thought of some of the things that, you know, a designer brings to the table and you might sure. be able to even add on additional, uh, you know, design elements that they might have not even thought of before. 
Yep, absolutely. Have you ever, I'm curious, you mentioned you use WordFlow or not WordFlow, uh, WordPress. WordPress. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever uh, dipped your toes into Webflow at all? I, I've been kind of dipping my toes into it a little bit and I, I know it gets a lot of comparisons to uh, WordPress. Yeah, so uh, Webflow is super cool. Um, uh, I have dipped my toe in. I would say I have not taken the jump yet. Um, I feel like uh, our our workflow um, is really um, streamlined and efficient. And so uh, I, I feel like um, Webflow could be great and we um, would definitely um, consider it. I've, I've, I've seen so many people who have built amazing sites using Webflow. Right. Uh, but, uh, currently we, we haven't built a production site on uh, Webflow. We've, we've, uh, just kind of poked around and, uh, tested the waters a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, what are some of your apps or programs that you kind of like to use on a, a daily basis? I know that we all kind of use, probably some of the similar programs like Figma, Sketch, yeah. Illustrator. Um, but what are the, what are yeah. some of the programs that maybe aren't, you know, kind of super well known or uh, common that you might use? Uh, so I, well, we use Basecamp for project management, so that's pretty key mm -hmm. uh, for us. Um, but uh, I would say in addition to that, uh, we use um, Dropbox um, uh, for, um, storing files, but we also use uh, Dropbox paper for, um, at, you know, actually sharing some documents, um, which is kind of like Dropbox's version of Google Docs. Um, right. And uh, it, it's really cool, um, easy to use, uh, easy to collaborate. Uh, we do use Figma for design. Um, I use Illustrator sometimes, uh, but uh, in Photoshop sometimes, uh, still Lightroom for photography. Um, let's see apps that maybe, uh, let's see that you wouldn't be super familiar with. We use Zoho for digital signatures. That's helpful. Uh, you know, okay, for getting yeah. clients to sign contracts. Um, we use one password for password management. Um, yeah, I mean, we, uh, we, we use a handful of, uh, really good apps. We use Google meet usually for, um, online meetings. I use Calendly to book, um, calls like we, we booked this call with yeah, calendly yeah, um and, and yeah it's nice you know you get to uh, rather than the back and forth of oh can you meet on this day no sorry i'm busy how about this day uh, you know like you just yeah. send out uh, your your link and um it cross checks with your uh your calendar to make sure that you're available you define what times you're available and uh and the client can just book those times you don't have to worry about time zones or anything like that it it does it for you so um that's really helpful. We use Loom, uh, if you're familiar with uh, Loom. Yeah, actually. It's just, a great app. Uh, I just downloaded it the other day, actually, to kind of do some, like, browser recording of a, an app design that I did. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, super cool. I mean, it's it's uh, we, we do all of our, like, if a client, um, you know, needs a video tutorial on how to do something on their site, or um, if, if it's something that just can't be explained via email, mail very well um we would just uh you know do a quick little loom recording um let's see i'm trying to think of uh, other, other ones uh, other apps i might use oh i do use um an app uh that is really really handy called clippy c-l-i-p-y okay um and uh what it is is a uh, clipboard history manager and so it actually allows you to um 
you know, if you're copying and pasting a bunch of stuff, it'll actually allow you to copy and paste like multiple things. So I can go copy an image and let's say a hex code for a color and then a paragraph of text from a document a client sent me. And then I can go and I can paste all those things in, but like kind of browse through my um, uh, clipboard history. Um, so that that's really handy. Um, yeah, and uh, it's definitely something that I would, oh I would man, it's fantastic. Use. Yeah. Yeah. Another one that uh, I use all the time is called a text. It's just the letter a text and it's a uh, text uh, expander. I don't know if you've ever used any text expanding tools, but no, it just allows you to, um, yeah, set up like, so I could say, you know, like I have, uh, you know, like if I type in the word date, but I, so my, my thing is I put two D two of the same letter uh, at the beginning if it's going to be a text expander, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. Like if you see it, but like, so if I type in D D A T E, so date yeah. with an extra D at the beginning, right. it will just expand today's date. You know, if I do oh, wow. time, it'll do the same thing, but you could do that stuff with, let's say my address. You know, if I type in a A D D R E S S, you know, like a, mm-hmm. it will expand out my whole address. You could do that with, um, kind of like, uh, email responses, you know, like, um, you know, if a client says, Hey, um, you know, do you have time to meet? I can type in B B O O K, which is book. And it says, here's a link to my calendar. You can book anytime that's convenient for you. And then like it gives them that link. And oh, wow. so, uh, it just, it just kind of saves you uh, time, uh, from doing all those things. Um, we also, uh, do, uh, other things like, um, uh, when I send out that email saying um, that I, I, I like I need the sitemap of the content breakdown at the beginning mm-hmm. of a project, I just type in uh, sample, so S-S-A-M-P-L-E, right? Uh, and then I, it says uh, hi, and then it gives me a, a space so I can say hi, Bradley. And then it says thanks for the call today. Here's the sample documents I told you about. Again, don't feel like you need to spend too much time on these. And then it sends them the sitemap and the content breakdown. Once I have that, I'll be able to get a proposal put together for you. Looking forward to starting this project with, and then there's a placeholder. So I can say with, you know, Bradley Young Incorporated or whatever. And uh, then you just press enter and it kind of fires it off um, and expands all that text for you. So uh, that that's when I use wow. all the time, saves me a ton of time and it's uh, really helpful. Yeah. That's actually one that I have never heard of. And I, I think I'm definitely gonna have to check that out because that, so you can basically store any kind of like predetermined text inside of a, almost like a macro key kind of. It, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yep. And wow. so I, I have so many, um, so many of these, uh, you know, shortcuts kind of saved into my, um, this program. Um, and, uh, it's, it's really handy. Yeah. So you said it was called a text, a text. Yep. Okay. So wow. A T E X T. I think it's just on the Mac. I don't know. Um, okay. but I'm sure there's a, so if you type in a text, Oh no, it's a Mac and windows. Um, okay. and so, it's just, uh, let's see, trankynam.com forward slash a text. Okay. So, um, yep. It's really cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. So, um, how is, I know you said that BetterCo is kind of taking up half of your time, uh, right now, but how, how has Fixel been doing with, uh, the, the pandemic going on? I'm just curious because I know a lot of companies yeah. have kind of been up and down and it kind of just depends on like what niche you're in right now. 
so so it definitely has been up and down for us like we have some clients who uh have been um a lot slower than normal. So for example, we do a uh, design for this um, company in Portland and they run basically uh, a good chunk of the long distance runs here in the Northwest. Okay. And so they essentially had to shut everything down uh, mm-hmm. for the summer. Um, and so whereas normally this is the, a really, really busy time for them and we're doing a lot of work for them, like race graphics and website stuff. Um, we're doing almost nothing for them right now. Um, And then uh, we have other clients um, who are uh, actually really busy right now. For example, um, we do uh, some design for VMware, and they have a a product uh, called Cube Academy, where it's uh, online video training on how to use uh, Kubernetes, uh, which is a development tool. And so uh, online training is huge right now. Uh, right, people are right. stuck at home and they wanted to develop their skills. And so we're doing a lot of work for them. Uh, currently, we have a couple new projects that we're working on. Um, and yeah, things things are, I, I'd say they're probably steady. They've just kind of shifted uh, a little bit. You know, some of our typical work is slower, but we have other work that is picking up. So uh I, it, it's it's luckily has kind of worked out for us. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great to hear because I know, like I said, there's a lot of companies that have, you know, it just depends on what niche you're in. Some have kind of had to really kind of shut down or kind of become dormant for right now. And then some have kind of really boomed, like the whole online learning is like crazy right now. And obviously yep. any kind of like delivery service is, is really hot right now, too. Yeah. Yeah, um, hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Soap, hands, anything to do with uh, yeah. keeping clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I don't want to uh, keep you much longer, so we'll we'll end it on one last question. Um, let Let's just talk about uh, you know what your plans are for the future. You know, be it five years, ten years. I'm just curious to see you know if you kind of have a a plan in place or kind of just where you, you see yourself or your businesses in the future? Uh, you know, I, I'm not one for plans that far out, uh, to be mm-hmm. honest. I, I feel like things yeah, have totally just understand. shifted, shifted for me enough times. Uh, you know, I, I just turned 39 on Sunday and so, oh, happy birthday. uh, oh, thanks. You know, but it feels like, uh, you know, anytime that I've set out to, okay, this is what I'm going to, this is where I'm going to be in four or five years. Mm-hmm. It just n- never is anything like that. And so, uh, you know, I'm having a lot of fun with Fixel. We have uh, a lot of great clients. Um, we're really proud of the work we're doing. We're really happy with the team we have. And so, uh, no plans to, uh, you know, make any huge changes there. Um, also having a ton of fun with better co. I really like the fact, uh, which is the puzzle company. Um, I really, uh, love the fact that uh, I get to collaborate with other designers. Um, whereas, you know, when we launched the, the brand, I had, um, either, uh, created or, um, licensed the photos that we, um, use on, um, on our puzzles. But Mm -hmm. now I've been working with, um, designers to actually create custom pieces around, um, things that just, you know, really excite me and excite the designers that I'm working with. And, uh, so, so that's been a really fun project and I, I would love to see that business grow. 
Um, I have no idea what's going to happen with this app. This is my first app that I'm <laughs> creating, the Puzzle Piece app. And so, yeah. um, you know, like I, I mentioned, uh, I kind of had that false start with the kids email app uh, back right. in the day, but uh, that never launched. And so I'm excited to, uh, you know, give a real good solid effort towards the app. I'm really happy with the design so far. Awesome. Uh, the developer I'm working with is amazing. And so, um, yeah, I think that could be cool too, but, uh, I also, uh, feel completely open to new opportunities and, um, I could easily, uh, see myself doing something that's not even on my radar currently. For example, uh, even three years ago, if you would have told me I would be, uh, you know, designing and manufacturing jigsaw puzzles, I, like that wasn't even a remote thought in my brain. And right, so right. we'll see, we'll see how things evolve, but, uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying, uh, the journey and kind of taking it one step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a definitely an awesome outlook to have, because like you said, you know, it, it could be good to have plans and dreams and stuff like that, but you know, more often than not, you kind of have to adjust to things on the fly because something's going to come out of left field and just change everything yeah. up. You know, you know, you never know. So it's, it's definitely good to be, to be on your toes kind of at all time. Um, do you have a, um, a release date for the puzzle app yet, or is it kind of still to be determined we're, right now? We're hoping to have it uh, completed by the end of June. So okay, we'll wow. see. Uh, but uh, we just uh, we just registered the domain uh, puzzle piece app, and so it's uh, P E A C E. Like okay. you know, bring bring some peace World to your peace, life uh, right. <laughs> by playing puzzles. Yeah. So puzzlepieceapp.com. Uh, I would say it should be within the next uh eight weeks it should be uh launched but maybe That's even awesome. sooner yeah, yeah good to hear well thank you so much vin for uh joining me on this episode the first inaugural guest episode so i really appreciate it yeah. i think thank I you definitely got a lot out of it myself and i hope everybody listening did as well um so if you're listening uh please go check out vin thomas um i'll put all of his different links for his businesses and his website and the podcast description. So please go check him out. And thank you for listening. We'll see you on the, uh, the next episode. Bye-bye.